0: Thursday, February 23rd, the fantasy footballers. Mike Wright, Jason Moore, Andy Holloway. The countdown begins.
3: Oh, or for me. For you. I mean, sorry, I've been counting.
0: I know, but not publicly. Yeah, no. Jason has to be really, really excited if he knew what I was talking about. Jason? Oh, yeah,
3: no, I'm there. Jason has the countdown because his countdown is – He's no longer he will no longer be the only person eligible for ARP.
2: Yeah. No, I uh I'm gonna have a best friend here soon. Yes. And uh then we will look down upon you yeah. young so is <laughs> get uh, off our lawn. And
0: I've got a while. I've got a while. Mike is back from Mexico. Yes, you had a good time with your family? A, yeah. yeah. I I mean, you wanna
3: talk about being old man. I was the old man on this trip. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh I I had uh uh, <laughs> ne- ne- neck pain. Oh yeah, I had a massive diverticulitis flare up. <laughs> Ooh, uh, my Fun. my! Both of my feet had matching burn, burn rubber burns from my from my uh, flippy flops. What? I was just <laughs> Is it,
2: so it's all physical. Oh I, you're just yes, falling apart.
3: oh yes. I was as old as it could on be on the precipice yes. of your of my birthday. Yes, of your fortieth birthday. So my wife was reminding me. She's like, "You are you're turning forty and you're falling apart."
2: man and wow. there,
3: i
0: could not give a rebuttal because it was ridiculous and i was i mean i was with you you're kind of the youngest in spirit in many ways sure uh, of the three of us i am the youngest in age <laughs> <laughs> not the youngest in spirit mm-hmm. but i mean we went to we had the super bowl festivities And we ended up, you know, we were with a group from Spotify, this dinner, that dinner, this Drake concert at a club late at night, which it's normal at 38 to start your clubbing life, right? Isn't that the... Okay. But like, you know, we felt felt pretty old.
2: Yes, we did. Well, you two did. Yes. I I stayed. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go.
0: Well, this is not a podcast about the worst parts of being an adult. (laughs) uh, That would be the spitballers. Welcome into the show. We've got some stuff to talk about. Glad to have Mike back. Deucer's Alley is, uh, well, it's full. It's deucing. It's full. Uh, we have we had the Brooks birthday a couple days ago, too. So, birthday's happening around here. Twitter at the FF Ballers if you want to follow us over there. The community is jointhefoot.com if you want an extra episode of the show every week. And um, don't forget. The uh, 2023 Ultimate Draft Kit.
2: You only have a few days left if you want to get in. March 1st is the deadline to get the Ultimate Draft Kit before the contest is over. You get a chance to be in the Listener League with us next year to play with us. If you you think you're going to get the Ultimate Draft Kit, which you do, just do it now in the next few days. You do think that. Yeah, you do think that it is so good. Um, and also, a lot of it is available now if you do any dynasties, dynasty rankings, startup rankings, uh, all sorts of stuff is in the UDK+. Plus. So grab it in the next few days. Probably better to do it right now. But you've got till March 1st to be eligible to uh, play with the ballers in the yep. listener league.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a lot of great stuff up there right now for the dynasty pass. That's ultimatedraftkit.com. Quick question of the day as we kick things off. Which second-year player do you see uh, ready to make a big jump in fantasy football? So we had a rookie review show, I think, two episodes ago, went over players that actually made their contributions in their rookie season. There are some players that are, have obviously bright futures, some that really disappointed that you almost didn't even hear their names mentioned throughout the year. Uh, David Bell is one of those guys. And so who do you think has the opportunity to make a jump from their rookie season as you go look at the twenty twenty three landscape.
2: Well, I can I can jump in here with uh kind of spoiling some of our news section as well. Robert Woods has been released from the Tennessee Titans. They are left with a total of Traylon Burks at wide receiver. That is basically Westbrook Akiné is still there. Uh, they, yeah, and, and, he's, he's and a they and they got Tina Conquo and is a free agent. He's a free agent. Um, uh, it was, okay. most, it was mostly a joke. Let's go, Chig. Uh, oh, man. Yo, yeah, Conquo? <laughs> yeah, baby. Okay, Traylon will not be literally the only wide receiver right. they have, but he is their basket of talent, and I believe he is a very talented wide <laughs> receiver. i never heard that expression in my life. <laughs> well, I like you, it. And you will not hear it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you say what you were just trying it out, and you didn't like it? No, much. I actually loved it, but I want to keep it special. I thought that was its moment. So, like, but a one-time use level of special, yeah. I mean that were so an it- NFT that moment, <laughs> and uh, it's <laughs> going to be worth quite so one a bit. one.
0: So do you you don't worry about Traylon getting a uh, high draft capital edition in the draft or anything? Uh,
2: well, they're certainly going to bring someone else in, whether that is in the draft or try to their to basket tra- of talent. Try watch it, um, <laughs> you know. Try to trade for someone or on the free agent marketplace. I don't believe that they're in a great position to they they desperately, they desperately need to bring in more wide receiver help but they've got quite a few holes to fill they don't have a ton of extra draft capital this isn't a great free agent class and the wide receivers in this year's rookie class I think there are some good ones but it's not the best class of all time there's not you know, a bunch of people that scare me. Traylon Burks, when he was on the field and playing more than 50% of snaps, which didn't happen as much as we wanted because of injuries last season, he was really good. He sh- he showed me enough flashes to believe in him going forward. I don't think they're going to be able to get out of Ryan Tannehill's contract, and I believe Ryan Tannehill's a fine quarterback to get Trailon the ball. So next year, he's- he should take a step up.
0: Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, very talented, just needs to stay on the field. Ironically, that was – you know, Robert Woods' time there was marred by injury as well and just inconsistent usage. He was not the same guy. He had been coming off an injury. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw out the name Isaiah Pacheco, and I know that they, I'm going to throw an if, an if in front of it. But I think that there's an opportunity there for Pacheco. I, we know that the Clyde experiment, uh, while he may be part of the rotation in the future because they do that, like his his potential to take over this backfield is gone. That window's closed. Clyde's not going to be the guy, in my opinion. And Pacheco only involved himself more and more throughout the back half of the year. If he is their primary runner, you saw a little bit of what they wanted to do with him, even with an effective Jarek McKinnon. The back half of the year, this was a uh, running back on on pace for over 230 carries, over 1,100 rushing yards, eight and a half touchdowns. And he looks the part to me. I mean, this is a very young swift
2: yeah, f-
3: fleet
0: of foot i mean he runs hard and i think that you know we we have lived in the time period where andy reed had a kareem hunt he had somebody he could lean on and uh, look they're coming off a super bowl victory where pacheco played a huge part so I, i'm gonna bring him up because i think he is he far surpassed draft value in the nfl level and the fantasy value um I think he's that guy. I think he's got the it factor.
2: He he certainly has the speed, and I think he's a talented runner. The team loves him. Uh, You you watch kind of the Super Bowl celebrations, and he he's a big part of their plan moving forward. I'm not in love with his value in the sense that d- during the second ha- half of the year, weeks 9 through 18, in those 10 games that he played, he was excellent. It, it was decent for fantasy football and really good as a runner, but he wasn't used in the receiving game. He would have been on pace for 20 targets 18 18- oh, cuz that was Jerick McKinnon but exactly. McKinnon's probably gone. So the the question here is whether or not he's ever going to be allowed the receiving role. If he re- receives it, hey, oh, man. Um, then yeah, fantasy value will be there. I am skeptical that he'll step into the receiving back role.
0: Yeah, that'll be something to watch. I mean, Jarek McKinnon, I think, would love to come back to Kansas City. It's just whether that is a financial situation they can work out. Mike, I see a familiar name next to your
3: name. I'm going to go with Drake London. I am very excited for his future. I mean, it it started off pretty rough, weeks 1 through 12, 36 yards per game, but then closed the season pretty hot. The final five games, he was looking at about 85 yards per game, and – I think all of those, uh, except for one, so four out of the five were Desmond Ritter, which we we don't yet know what it, what Atlanta is going to do. And like people's you know, argument against Drake London could be, well, Desmond Ritter is set up to be the quarterback right now. They're talking him up. Yeah, he he actually showed up. Drake London was able to produce once Desmond Ritter was on the field. There's not a huge pie to go around, but Drake London was was gobbling up just like a an incredible amount of market share. Uh, we're talking like, oh my goodness gracious. 29% or something. 36%. Over he the had, back half. Yeah. Over those five games, he was looking at a 36% target share, but he is a, a I believe a tremendous player and Marcus Mariota is out of the way. So to me, it's either it's Desmond Ritter or better for Drake London, which gives me some hope and excitement that will be, will be a bit more consistent.
0: If you could if you had to make the decision today, Mike, in a keeper league. Okay. And you're keeping Drake London on your roster going okay. into next year, or you're keeping Cortland Sutton on your roster going into next oh year. Oh my gosh. Who are you selecting in that situation? Oh. And yes, I'm smirking. Wow. <laughs> uh
3: Just, it's a I, confidence test. I think. Maybe in both directions. No, it it certainly is. I mean you so Cortland Sutton is it's Sean Payton, like, uh, can Sean Payton turn that version of Russell Wilson back into an NFL quarterback? I
2: will probably take the upside of Drake London right there. Yeah. That's where I go. Just to chime in, it's an easy Drake London for me. I don't think (laughs) it's easy. I said for me, and it was very easy. Uh, I am always going to err on the side of young, up-and-coming, hyper-athletic guy versus – Someone about to near the age cap at their position who hasn't been performing well. Corlin Sutton disappointed this past year is getting a little older. I'm going to definitely everybody, go upset. Everybody disappointed. Everybody's getting older, especially mine. Yeah, Everybody yeah. is. is, is even Drake London is getting older.
0: I will say this. I'm going to throw a little uh, hope bomb out there. Ooh. That may be the next. That's a, that's may, a fun bomb. Yeah, Not maybe a, the next generation of being potentially enthusiastic at the tight end position is on the precipice because I think that you have three very talented. So first, you've never really had the Kyle Pitts uh, consistency, right? So Kyle Pitts still exists out there as a potential upside, right? He's 22. You have three talented tight ends from last year that I think should see their roles improve. Chica Conquo in the back half of the year was great. Rookies don't really do it. He did it for a few games, and he's going to have that same opportunity you talked about with Burks. Trey McBride, over the last few games, showed what he was drafted for. Greg Dolcich flashed at times, and you, you talk about Sean Payton. And then you've got a couple of pretty good rookie tight ends coming into the draft this year uh, with, uh, was it? Uh, King, Kincaid, Kincaid and, and Myers. Myers, yeah. So I'm just saying, there could be like six names that are not in your ordinary yeah. discussion. That's I all mean, I got. Hopefully.
2: So what, it's, what, Mayer, what right? it's a hope bomb. It's not a truth yeah. bomb. It's it's we're gonna hope that Titans <laughs> finally do something.
0: Yeah, there's. I mean, there's just a chance, is what I'm saying. So
3: yeah, the i had been. I'm trying to look at uh, like studying tight ends. So. Even Cole
0: Komet. Cole Komet could, yeah, could uh, take a more consistent yes, step forward. I
3: do like Cole Komet next year. I mean, we'll see what if Justin Fields is actually their quarterback or not. But looking, trying to find. I, I've mentioned this. Tr- just trying to find. St- some indicator for uh, tight ends that we may have missed, which I mean, people. <laughs> this is an a. This is a study that is that is existed since time began, trying to figure out how do you get a breakout tight end. And I mean, the so far the truth that I can at least gleam is they do it pretty rapidly. Like you, you know, kind of right at the beginning of their career. If they are going to turn into something or not, it's pretty. It's it's not nearly as common to have the guys that take like the 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 Greg Olson path, where I mean he was a high draft capital guy, but it took a few years and a new team for him to go get going. While the other guys, you kind of you saw it in a in a certain points per game threshold right away.
0: Yeah, that I'm really a fan of what I saw of Conquo and the athleticism because he. He did. He put up numbers that would have been good over the course of a season on, like, sub-50% of snaps. So he seems like somebody, like, you know, we were talking about Andrews a couple of years ago. Oh, what if he played more snaps, right? Right. Um, But we'll see. I mean, there are some names out there that are going to be talented. We talked about it in the Truth episodes. The involvement of the tight end position. Um, I think it could be fun to watch. I'm going to choose to jump oh, upon the Hope Bomb. I'd I love and Let it explode on...
2: Yeah. Sure. Me. I <laughs>
3: I uh I love playing the game, the tight end game, but it just it it doesn't often work out. Every once it's in a while you a different kind like, of ex- yeah. Look, you get every once in a while you get Jordan Reed, you get Darren Waller, you get George Kittle, like it happens. Russian so, roulette is thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> it is a real <laughs> thrilling right. game
2: when you come out at the other side. There's no
0: better feeling though. Correct. Than, than hitting yes. on the the lowly drafted superstar tight end. It feels like you cheat coded your season. Yeah. But yeah. Kelsey in the first. Anyone? Yeah, oh, for sure. All right. Let's hop into uh we got some news? We do.
2: News and notes from around the league.
0: Uh well, we got some surgery news and then we Jason mentioned it. Robert Woods was released. Taylor lewan released. They are they are making some moves. Robert Woods tweeted, where should I go? And then Cooper Cup raised his hand. <laughs> so oh, a return to... I mean, it makes sense. It does. Brock Purdy was supposed to be having surgery this past Wednesday, but delayed due to inflammation and swelling. They're going to reconvene in early March. Obviously, the recovery is dependent on the surgery taking place. Um, you know, this happens, right? This is why Kyler didn't get surgery immediately, you know, generally... You need swelling to go down, but the fact that it was expected to happen didn't happen. It's going to delay some of the recovery. Get this man some ibuprofen. <laughs> that's
3: the, that's all he needs. Man,
2: why didn't they think of that?
3: I'm I'm not saying they haven't thought of it, but I'm just throwing it out there. Just may, the doctors may have overlooked mm. the ibuprofen. Maybe
2: four pills. You yeah. Know, take it take it to the extra limit. strength.
0: I can see Mike walking in, giving that advice, <laughs> turning <him> around. <laughs> Walking back. I, uh, my, my job here is done. I just toss the bottle. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Take it from me. I'm 40. He might do an Aikido <laughs> roll out of the room. Just, I'm out of here.
0: And McCall Hardman, he kept trying to play football over the back half of the year, and it just didn't come to fruition. Yeah. Underwent surgery for a core muscle injury, eight-week timeline uh, to get back. And uh, resume his normal role of making it more confusing to know which chief wide receiver you might be able to play. Well, he's That's the only role he plays. I don't Harbin. know if he's under contract.
3: Yeah, is a free agent.
0: Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. he'll just do that for another Now's, team. Yeah,
3: now is the time. Now is the time to remember who's getting a yeah. new contract or not.
0: Okay, fine. I, I wonder where. Uh, I mean, have we seen enough of McCall Hardman to make a decision uh, I, one I, way or the other? You've seen enough.
2: Yeah, I mean, they. He's not going to be a, uh, a guy. I think they're going to hope that Sky Moore can. Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony can fill the small void left by Hardman. Uh, they, they'll they draft someone. Well, Juju will be gone, too. That'll be the really interesting question, is whether they re-sign him or let him move on in free agency. Is that it? We got any news, Brooksy? Anything else?
0: Nothing else.
2: Al, how are we doing today? Doing well.
0: Yeah? yeah yes, having, having a nice day. All black again, I see. That's weird, right? Yeah. I <laughs> thought so, I'd switch it up today. <laughs> such a different look. No, um... Got back from the cruise and you just kept the same
2: spirit. It's what fits. <laughs> I have a self correction. I said Myers oh, for the uh lucky uh-huh. yeah, tight end. It's, it's, it's mayor Yeah. It's because it's Michael Mayer. Oh, it should be Michael Myers, of course.
3: Of course. So, so it's for like, your convenience. It's not my fault. So it's Michael Myers plus John Mayer. Right. And we have, now we have uh something really <laughs> scary. He slowly plays love ballads, like yeah. as he walks up to you.
0: Yeah. Mm, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, I was looking for a body as a Wonderland joke. Ooh, but I'm going to just body s- was a Wonderland.
2: Body parts <laughs> are a Wonderland.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the off-season edition of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Uh, let's take a break. Get into the mailbag. This episode is brought to you by Empower. While Empower can't tell you who to start at running back each week, they can help you tackle your money questions. Can you retire early? What's your net worth? Will you be able to afford your child's education? With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you can get clarity on your real-life financial goals. Join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. To start today, visit Empower.com.
1: and replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restriction supply.
0: We gotta get Al some bright colored clothing that fits him.
2: You we know just, we just need to have a a company uniform. You know that that okay. we, we require okay. during production of our show for can, him to wear. Can it be like? It uh, could be anything we want. Like a
0: hot dog uniform?
3: Oh, I was gonna go like a, uh like a, when you when a kid dresses up as a sailor. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one too. We can Ahoy, really have uh, producers
2: like a uniform for each day of the week. And that whatever. does seem like us. Yeah. Yeah. It's All almost right. like he's losing the wheel of shame. Except I'm looking
0: into it. It's just his job. It's called the week of shame, and it's every week working for us. Mike, you ready for a mailbag drop? Uh, 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 yep. <laughs> mailbag.
2: Mailbag. Woo,
3: yeah.
0: Cause still, you better not lose that when you oh, uh, you celebrate this birthday. I mean,
3: w- once the clock what? ticks over, I mean it's, uh, it's my, my voice could become a pumpkin.
0: Ibuprofen is what I recommend. <laughs> That's what I've, I recommend. I've heard good things. <laughs> <laughs> If you got a question for the show, we're here to answer them, and uh, we'll have some mailbag episodes throughout the off season. Go to the website, thefantasyfootballers.com, click the Submit a Question button, or dial our voicemail hotline, 302464-TFFB. No voicemails today, Brooksy? No, sir. Mm, okay, nothing that uh, was up to snuff, huh?
3: Uh, the quality on a couple. People are driving people driving and uh, it's
0: not gonna
2: go well on the podcast.
0: He doesn't take uh your voicemail unless it's on a SM seven B.
2: Yeah. 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 So. He doesn't take no guff.
0: And preferably, like John Mayer, play some, you know, play a little guitar in the background. All right. Instagram question from Brandon Ismarin. Who do you want to see at Saints as the Saints core quarterback? Uh I would like to, I'll go Derek Carr. I'd be super happy
3: about that. Is I mean, that
0: just kind of the default answer for all the open jobs right well, now? Because it's
3: look, Derek Carr. I think is more willing to go down the field than Jimmy Garoppolo. So we need someone who can get it done for for our dear sweet sweet Chris Olave. Like we need targets down the field. Or 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 Jameis. They just let Jameis Winston have his job back because that was working out just fine for the rest of us. I don't care about. Your that's not wins been discussed losses. either.
0: Yeah,
2: it would like I don't understand. And he doesn't
0: even care. That's Jameis' personality. He he's like, yeah, man, talk to whoever you want. I'll be here.
2: I feel like Jameis should either go back to the Saints or even back to the Buccaneers. You know, it's like, oh, Brady's gone. Oh. Oh. You're allowed oh. back. We didn't want to replace you, but it was the goat. And right. I think Jameis would get it. I would get it. It'd Be like, yeah, that's Tom Brady. He's, he's still under contract by the Saints. Is he? Yes. I, I did not realize he was when, still under contract. So he, he should he should by default be the starter right the
3: now. The weirdest part to me of Jameis starting the season, and I mean it was a few games in, and they like I don't remember what week he had the the back problem. It was very quick, very and, early uh, yeah. for the season. But he it seemed like he was playing better, making you know more conservative decisions, not turning the ball over as much, and just playing. Decent and enough that we let's see what happened. But remember, they they gave him like the contract before the year started that looked like he was easily going to be the starter for not just this year or, or for last year, but at least through this year. And then they they're like, "What well, man, Andy Dalton? He's we can't get him off the field.
2: Yeah, he's burning it up." I think the game logs tell a slightly different story. Okay, what hit me? Okay, so week one comes out, wins the game, zero turnovers, two touchdowns. Playing well. Okay, let's. Okay, week two was week two. The back he he played week two and week three, hundred percent of snaps. Okay, so he got he got through them and then was out the rest of the way. Uh, three interceptions in week two in a loss. Two intercepts. He got five interceptions to those two games. Yeah, I'm just remembering week one. Yeah, week one he was good. Jameis Winston was played in week two and three.
0: Derek Carr did come out and say he's going to take his time in free agency, and it does seem like there are a lot of potential destinations for Derek Carr, including teams that haven't been brought up as much, like Carolina with Frank Reich. Sure. Could be a home for uh, Derek Carr. Obviously, the Jets, uh, the Saints. There are going to be opportunities for him, and he said he wants to do his due diligence.
2: I think Carolina's where he's going to land. But if I'm a franchise – I think they
0: win the division with him.
2: Sure. I mean, it's a very easy division to win. If I'm a franchise, like I know obviously the Jets, they want to go after Aaron Rodgers. They also want Derek Carr. They just want to replace – they've got such a good defense – They've got great weapons on offense. They need a quarterback who can come in here and do enough. And I think the quarterback they should go after wholeheartedly is Jimmy Garoppolo. Because Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to cost what Derek Carr costs. He's not going to cost both financially and capital what Aaron Rodgers costs. You have a great team. Jimmy Garoppolo, we already know, can play on a great team around him and get to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, to me, if I'm a Jets fan, that's the guy that I'm wanting—someone that is fully capable and doesn't break the bank. But all for right. fantasy, what do you want? Oh yeah. gosh, not Jimmy Garoppolo—that's that would <laughs> okay. be ridiculous. All right. We all want Jameis Winston. We want <laughs> Jameis Winston. <laughs> I, want, I want those picks, baby. Keep slinging it.
0: Um, it'd be great if all the Tampa wide receivers just brought him back. They didn't care about the picks; didn't matter to them. They cared about the yeah. five thousand passing yards.
3: I say, did you hear the thirty-plus touchdown parts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness
0: um all right here is a question from twitter michael campbell i want to get my redraft buds to start a dynasty league with me how do i get them interested Ooh. so far i've mentioned it and haven't gotten many positive responses got some suggestions for you michael one of them is uh look if your buddies if you can't convince them you can go hop on our discord community and we have a foot clan leagues section where you can find people for your uh, for your leagues. Yeah, so it's, it's hard
2: to convince. Assuming your league is twelve, it's hard to convince eleven people to to make that transition for the first time.
0: Yeah, you don't want to convince people. You want to ask them and have
2: enthusiasm because a dead dynasty league manager is the worst thing you can have 100 percent. you got to have commitment here so if you've got three or four guys that want to do it and the rest of the league doesn't that's a good core go over to foot clan leagues and see if you can uh you know c- grab more more people to uh fill out your your league and and if you can only find 10 total teams do a 10 team league instead of finding two people who you know they just go okay i'll I'll take a team, but they're not going to be active. They're not going to participate. You're going to have two leagues, two teams that just stink up the league. The truth is Dynasty is super fun. It keeps you active all year long,
0: and uh, we love it. I mean, it's a great format. Uh, Brings people together at different times of the year, rookie drafts, all that stuff. So it's a a super engaging – like, you can give them this clip. Like, it's an engaging, fun form of fantasy football. It's more of – you feel more like an actual general manager of your team,
3: where because it's you, you know, usually like about thirty players on your roster. That's who you you can have that person forever. You can if you get a quarterback at the at your startup draft, you can have that player on your team forever until they retire. Like that, so I think that that's the part that is that is appealing and more. It's not appealing for everybody, but it's just it's it's a deeper management experience where you're you're more concerned about uh you know like your pick equity of well, what, what are these rookie picks worth and and you know th- that type of trading
0: i mean there, there's an element of it where and i'm just comparing it to like playing basketball you a, a pickup game is like your redraft you show up sure you play your game you win or lose it you go home uh, you know, the dynasty is like playing in a league where mm-hmm. you are building a history. Yep. Uh, Kyle, you said you just made a dynasty trade last week. Yeah, I got George Pickens and he wasn't even on my radar, but it's just such a good feeling in the offseason to well, I, well, now we need to know what the trade. Yeah, he, for sure. He made it oh, right his,
3: after our show, too, when we were talking about Pickens. Okay. I gave
2: up Brandon Ayuk straight up for Pickens. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fi- I'm fine with that. But uh,
0: speaking wonder of wonder if you're going to be right or wrong.
2: <laughs> that part of of dynasty of making trades right now. Another thing you can say to convince people to convert over and it, you don't need to convert the league, add the league. Start a, an additional league that's a dynasty league and it's not too much work because they re- dynasty leagues and redraft leagues yin and yang together to make a perfect fantasy circle. You're off season when you're bored and you wish there was more football going on and something to do and something to care about there is in dynasty. You can make trades and and waiver wire pickups in the off season and care about rookies and do rookie drafts when when fantasy isn't at its peak. And then when you're in season and you're like, you know, you've got a lot of management to do, you got waivers or, you know, to to go through. You don't have that much work to do in a dynasty league. It's really mostly setting your roster and then there might be like a waiver wire pickup per week that you might look at in those leagues.
0: I am potentially going to be depressed with your answer to this next question. Okay.
2: Okay. I hope to let you down.
0: Warren uh, wants to know Mike Evans or a second round rookie pick in a dynasty.
2: league. Mm. Oh, that's easily Mike Evans. Easily Mike Evans. Whew. Easily. I a thought, second?
0: Ma- I thought I was maybe living some fantasy life here thinking no. Mike Evans is still a commodity in a dynasty league. No,
3: Mike, my- Mike Evans is still a very good player for, for dynasty leagues. I mean, he got uh, Think in the dynasty window of three ish years. I mean, Mike Evans will still be relevant in three years, I believe. And he he's not worth a, a top half of a first round pick uh, of, of the first round, but a second rounder. So 105
0: those, you would trade Mike
2: Evans yes. for? I,
3: I'd, yeah, I'd rather. I think I'd rather have the 105. I
2: would rather have one of those early picks to grab a rookie chance over Mike Evans because he's 29 and a half years old. But I I agree, he's got at least two good years. And I do believe that there is a chance that either Chris Godwin or Mike Evans gets moved. Uh, Sure. If if you're another franchise, and there's plenty of other franchises out there that really needs help at wide receiver, you're going to go to the Buccaneers and kick the tires and say, look, your window isn't right this second. You know, Mike Evans isn't going to help you win. Grab something for your team's future. Let us take him and give him a new contract and all that. So... His situation, his quarterback situation, you've got to do some projecting. Like you know, I'm in some of these way too early best ball leagues, and you go, well, the quarterback situation is going to suck for Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, probably. But I, I, if if either one of them leaves, then both of their situations probably get far better.
0: Yeah, he'll be an interesting uh, situation to watch. Both of those guys will be interesting to watch in 2023 with their situation.
3: Evans seems like he's he, he's essentially on the last year of his deal this year. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: Get something for him.
0: At least he's the kind of player that can go somewhere, even at 30-31, and maybe score 12 times.
2: Yes. like Brandon Marshall.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can go someplace and be a big target and score a bunch. He clearly still has the ability to get – uh, downfield. Oh, yeah, yeah week 17
2: <laughs> baby. Mike Evans, <laughs> my hero.
0: Why is this question in here, Brooks? See, we've got something from uh the loser, Brian ketrin Oh. <laughs> Why isn't Brian ketrin featured on the show more? Cuz Cause
2: cause he's a loser. Yeah, what a loser. But this is a big shout out for that loser. Yeah. Uh Brian I ketrin. mean, he's
0: featured in a way cuz we have a bunch of kind of like you know, show drops on YouTube that he does. And some of them are okay. Yeah, Yeah. Like YouTube. Did you like the the guy in the wig? Yeah, like the wig. That's Brian. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. No, shout out to Catchin in reality after this past season. Why why are we doing this? I I don't know. Someone
2: put. I feel like he got access to our show doc.
0: Looks like he pays for Twitter Blue and put this Uh. in.
2: Oh, put him on blast. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Brooks. You put it there to body him. Yeah. That's he lives for that. Uh, All right, Instagram. Uh, We have Coach Cole Smith wants to know, uh, who has a better fantasy season this year, Jonathan Taylor or Najee Harris?
2: I believe uh, both have a better season than they had last year. Najee had a good season last year. This is not an anti-Najee take, but Jonathan Taylor should get back to form. Now, is he going to be the number one overall running back? Obviously, he has that ability, that talent. There, his, his situation is not perfect, but his talent is completely elite. If people are doubting him based on the Colts kind of going downhill and him being injured this last year, he's someone that I would be kicking the tires on to see if you can acquire. You know, it's it's one of those players where usually, when you've got a superstar young, you know, the first draft pick and he's a running back, that is not acquirable, and so you can't trade enough for him and now you might be able to find a manager in certain leagues that is worried and I am not worried about Jonathan Taylor. His his athleticism, his you know, the prospect that he is and what he already showed on the NFL field, he got injured. Like I'm not worried.
0: Yeah. And that um you almost get in the same situation where the doubt around Christian McCaffrey last year it's like the most injured, the most recently injured superstar that hurt you the most is very difficult to not have some people come out and say, "Well, is it over?" Because that's just human nature, I think. All right, um, Matthew in Tuscaloosa, appreciate the Dynasty Pass already being up and helping me out. How high do Stroud and Young be? C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, both quarterback prospects that should go. Uh top five? Yeah, top At least one two probably, will. but um if some trades happen. How high do they uh move up in super flex rookie drafts and where would they slot in compared to like Bijan Robinson?
2: They will probably be the one oh two and one oh three in all rookie drafts. Um in super flex leagues. Every super flex league that I've seen ADP for pretty much still has Bijan as the one oh one. And then in some order, it's really depending on, because the NFL draft hasn't happened, it's depending upon where you think Stroud would go or where you think Young would land as to which one you prefer. But those two guys are usually the next two picks after Bijan and Superflex.
0: All right, Twitter question from Nick. Is it safe to assume Javante Williams would be the Camaro role for Sean Payton, or is he actually closer to the Mark Ingram? I'm not sure it's healthy to break Javante Williams up into role A or role B, I would say, because his his physical skill set is not Alvin Kamara's. He can catch the football, but Kamara was like next level at catching the football. So um, do I think Javante will be the majority back that has the most opportunity
2: to succeed? Yes. Yeah, if you look at Sean Payton, he uses the skills of his talents. That's part of... That is part of why he's a great offensive coach. He doesn't have a Camara role. He had a role for Alvin Camara. If it's Deuce McAllister, he uses him like that. Chris Ivory was a banger. He used Chris Ivory. Right. You know, he's gonna take the talents that Javante has and get the most out of him.
0: Yeah, and he has a long history of that with Pierre Thomas and uh, Reggie Bush. There's Re- n- Reggie Bush and-
2: yeah, there's no limit to the running backs are gonna succeed. It's just in their in the way that is best for them, and, and I, Chase
0: Edmonds will be there next year, right? I, he's under man. contract. They oh. can cut him, which is probably the likely scenario. Yeah. Okay, yeah,
2: anyway. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I think they'll get the most out of yeah. Chase Edmonds by uh, by
3: cutting. <laughs> they can cut him for zero dollar dead cap. Yeah. So so see you later. So
2: he's wow. just, He's just done, huh? Yeah. He's and, but wow, he is going to he is going to resign. There are a lot of new leagues. Um, the XFL, the USFL. Oh, stop. Oh, come on. So I, stop. I don't think his football oh. playing days are over. Oh
3: man!
0: <laughs> there are different ways to deal with burns, <laughs> man. There are different ways. Yes, there are.
2: And one of them is hatred. Uh. One of them is a real dark place <laughs> in your heart.
0: Here, here's the one thing about Javante Williams is that, is that they're going to need. I, I would expect I, this I team, yeah, yeah. I forgot. You forgot until now?
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
0: What'd you forget? Dead, dead to me.
2: Uh, Jason was very bullish. <laughs> I, look, as an eighth round pick, I thought he was a good value. Uh, as did wrong, I. Wrong o. Uh, I want to bring As up. did the Miami Dolphins, yes. to be fair. But he was not a good value.
0: The Javante Williams injury situation is going to define the way that the Broncos, you know, pursue depth at running back because this was an ACL, LCL um, and more and plus. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, you know, he's likely going to start camp on the PUP. We're going to need to follow it closely. And then when he's back, it's how much do you give him? Right. That's going to be a part of it. Like if you want to make that Jason has talked about how he's bullish about Brees Hall. Mm -hmm. but part of that story is is I think I think you've said it and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't want to speak for you but the the way you looked at him last year where you said okay the back half of the year is going to be better it seems like that's the tone you've taken this year where it's like okay he'll be back out there but you're going to improve because you're coming off the injury you're going to get stronger you're going to get more opportunity in the second half
2: yeah I, I would agree with that I you know he'll be better in year two than he is in year one but I do think he'll be successful in year one
0: and so, so Williams is a player that they're going to need to have complimentary pieces around him. Might not be Chase Edmonds or Latavius Murray, but you might have wished it was as a fantasy player, depending on who they bring in there. Because there will be some players out there that, that could come and contribute, and we know that Sean Payton has used multiple backs. So I, I feel like the Javante Williams dynasty story is scarier to me than the Brees Hall dynasty story, story for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Even though Javante's what? 22? Is he 22 years old? That's I don't think he's up. very old.
3: Javante Williams.
0: I could be wrong.
2: I don't have his age. Oh, I 22. I see 22.
0: 8. Yeah, he's 22. So, uh, And how old is Brees? 21?
2: He should be 22. He played 21 so, in his rookie season.
0: So, I mean, when you look at him, both coming off injury, both super talented, both have flashed at the NFL level, both have been seriously injured. So but I, I would rather be on the brief side. Yeah, he's twenty one point Very specific. All right. Uh Mike, what is inst- uh, what is Rashad White's dynasty value? Instagram question from Ryan. Oh, say <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> so, for you, that you don't have to answer
3: yeah, what his value I just,
2: is he's one of those players I hate talking about, so I am so happy to hear him say Mike talk. So he's he's fascinating because uh
3: he was, you know, a day two pick he should be the starting running back for this team. And, I mean, we, we were comping, you know, putting Derek Carr or Garoppolo to that team. There, I, th- I think that they will be aggressive going after one of these free agent quarterbacks. And we do, we talk a lot about, you know, don't be fooled again by the bridge quarterback coming in and thinking that they're going to turn around fantasy value for a lot of players. But I think that Derek Derek Carr can like he's st- he still will provide fantasy value to to a team and he'll keep the offense moving. And I think Leonard Fournette will be gone so his his value I think is more on your team than it is in trade right now of taking the gamble and the risk that they drafted him up so high to be their future starting is, running back.
0: Is anybody in this current studio the Rashad White manager in our dynasty league? Brooksy No, sir. No, Al. No, sir. See, he is a dynasty buy for me, and that is on the basis of my eyeballs. Sure. I like what I saw from Rashad White. I think he is multifaceted. You have a team that probably will be more predicated on the running game than they were last year. I mean, have to be, right? Most attempts of all time. And you've got a head coach who's a defensive-minded guy. Like, the way that they're going to win games is probably not the way they were winning them with Brady. And so it does come down to, you know, watching the film. Did you like what you saw from Rashad White on film? And I did. So that would make him a dynasty buy to me. But I don't think everybody has that opinion. It's, and that's why Mike said you might risky. be able to go get him.
3: Yes. Uh, yeah, and, I, like, if I had Rashad White right now, I'm not trying to trade him away. I've, I'm more on the side of I would I'd be willing to trade for him uh, because I think that that value of the market doesn't match what he could be. But, again,
2: yes, risky. Sir. Certainly the 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 upside is there. If if the role becomes to run the ball more and Leonard Fournette is cut, all of a sudden Rashad White becomes very valuable even if the team isn't great.
0: All right. We've got um we've got one more here. YouTube question from that guy. Oh, oh that I know guy. him. That guy's six six one nine nine. Oh, um, that's
3: a different one. No, I know. Six six one nine two. Yeah. He's a nice guy. That's the one I know. Yeah, great. Great,
0: great guy. guy. Is there a world where the fantasy footballers cover the USFL and XFL fantasy football content? Sweet. Yes.
3: Fancy Moses. Kyle, uh, what do you think? you no. want to take that over?
2: I'd rather die. What, okay. what do you mean Jason says yes?
0: Well, you'd have an opportunity to cover Chase Edmonds.
2: Uh, yeah, I will. Next year, 2023. Um, well, he just says, is there a world where he can see us covering that? It would be um, while you're asleep in your dreams. <laughs> uh, you could you could dream oh, of uh, the greatness that is uh, mediocre football Are, uh, and us covering. Don't Twitter... you
0: think you're alienating the the XFL
2: base right now? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I watched I watched a couple of these games because
0: yes. Twitter was very excited. I want the I want the NFL to
2: adopt a couple of the rules. I would agree with you, and especially and the kickoff. Honestly, it was. What is the kickoff rule?
0: The kickoff rule is that the the two. Uh, sides the the offense, the returning team and the in the kicking team, all of their players line up ten yards apart at about the thirty, and the ball is kicked and they can't move until the receiving player catches it. And at but that they're moment, already downfield, but they're already downfield a long way, so it actually it mitigates all the injury risk. You still have a chance at a return, of course, if you kick from the same spot in the NFL. Eighty percent of them are going to be touchbacks, anyways. But I did like the way that that play. Did did I, you agree?
2: I liked that. I also liked the rule of um the instead of onside kick, you get a fourth of fifteen. I like that. I yes. watched AJ McCarron. Like uh, yeah, bring, that was bring, awesome. Bring his team back. He actually looked great at the end. I only saw the end of this game where he looked fantastic. But apparently they hadn't scored for three and a down, half quarters. They were down fifteen to three. Came down, scored,
0: scored a. Then 3. scored a three-point conversion. Yeah. Then got the 4th and 15. Yeah, um, it, it was where great. Where's where's a, where's a, it that rule freaks me out. The 4th and 15 3? rule freaks oh. me out because uh, for whatever reason, when I hear that rule, I go to my team has done something that can win me the game, and now there's a cheat code to get them back. And, and somehow the on kick feels like, you know, that feels like impossible. So my team yes. has won it. Now, I know it will be exciting if it really existed. I'd be like on the edge of my seat. It would be fun. It would be. I mean, I'm sure the
3: the numbers of picking up a fourth and 15 have to be extremely low. And it's very dangerous because you don't
2: pick it up. Obviously, yeah. the, the you know, Isn't
0: that a little bit of like chicken and egg, though, like you don't pick up lots of fourth and 15s because
2: you don't go for them
0: because people don't have a lot of fourth and 15s. They don't plan for it. I just wonder what that would do.
2: Uh, so I'm curious, and your Mike, thoughts. as an
0: almost forty year old, de- you know, old school
3: football. Oh, You're, never,
2: no, <laughs> run the ball. That's
3: not how my grandpappy played football. <laughs> what,
2: what do you guys think about the the going for three? Because that changes. I wanted to ask, so where does much. it where does it stop? What?
0: Wh- wh- how yeah, far it, back can, can like, you
3: go? Can I go for a like a ten pointer?
0: <laughs> you want a four point shot in the NBA? I mean,
3: let's <laughs> Every <laughs> ten yards, another <laughs> point. Yeah. Stop drinking, people. Stop <laughs> <laughs> drinking.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's a lot of fun but I like it to be casual and fun and not work. You're saying enjoying those other leagues. Yes.
0: Yeah, we we do a lot of shows for the regular NFL. We would expire. We would just do
2: it. We would miss. You would see I had us, to watch every XFL game? No, no. It's like the Avengers, no. you
0: know, with the snap, and yeah. they just become dust. Like, that would happen to us on the show and then what and then what people and then no nfl coverage yeah no nfl xfl or usfl you ask too much <laughs> that guy all right that is going to do it for today's episode of the show big episodes coming up next week we've got coaching changes we've got the 10 things to remember episode it's going to be a whole lot of fun we'll talk to you then don't forget ultimatedraftkit.com.
2: goodbye Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FF Ballers. Oh, hey,
3: you're still here? Take a second and head over to jointhefoot.com and consider supporting our independent podcast. You get access to exclusive episodes every week access to a thriving community of 30,000-plus like-minded fantasy football players, and access to special tools to help you win each week. Learn more at jointhefoot.com.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's Better BetterHelp.com.